0: Hi everyone, my name is Mike Grauber. I'm one of the investment writers at Julius Baer here in Zurich. Today is the 30th of January. I'm pleased to be joined by Mento Potinci to see what he makes from the market's moves in what will be soon the first month of the year. But first, as always on this show, a brief market catch up. Friday US economic data releases showed that both inflation levels and consumer inflation expectations continue to ease but also that consumer spending on an inflation-adjusted basis fell for the most in more than a year last month. These reports further solidified expectations that the U.S. Fed will slow the pace of rate hikes to 0.25% when it announces its interest rate decision this Wednesday. This expectation also helped the tech-heavy Nasdaq 100 to rise another 1% and the S&P 500 to advance 0.25% on Friday. This fits, in fact, a broader picture, as the S&P 500 has advanced 2.4% since earnings season began two weeks ago, even as the number of its members that beat on earnings has been below average. This week now will give us further insight into how companies see their businesses going, as companies like ExxonMobil, McDonald's, Pfizer, UBS – Meta, Novartis, Alphabet, Apple, Amazon, Qualcomm, Deutsche Bank, Santander, and Sanofi are all reporting. Central banks will also be central stage in Europe this week. The Bank of England and the ECB are each projected to hike by half a percent when they meet on Thursday. So it could be a big week for the euro, which has strengthened to around 109 against the dollar on these higher rate expectations. Over to China. Where lunar New Year celebrations have ended. Initial spending patterns there showed that booking of hotels, guest houses, and tourist spots exceeded the comparable period in 2019, so before the world was engulfed in COVID. The Shanghai's Shenzhen CSI 300 index is up around half a percent when I last looked. While it's off its intraday high, it is still about 20 percent above its October low but Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index is starting the week 2.3% lower. For that market, our research colleagues in Asia know just today that they expect gains as long as policies remain accommodative. The expectation is now that the Hang Seng Index has further 5% upside or to 23,300 index points. China reopening continues also to be a big topic in the commodity market. Iron ore rose to a seven-month high as a drop in Chinese stockpiles added to optimism demand for the steel-making ingredient will rebound. Oil has been fairly steady last week. We spent oil this morning at $86 a barrel. An OPEC Plus meeting is scheduled for Wednesday, so this may bring some news flow back to the black gold. Tensions are rising once again in the Middle East after Israel carried out a drone strike in Iran. Targeting what is considered a defense compound, U.S. Secretary of State Blinken is expected to arrive in Israel for meetings this Monday. So be on the lookout for some news flashes. So it looks like it's going to be a heavy week for markets and a lot to digest. Currently, European and U.S. equity futures are pointing towards a lower open, but let's see what the news flow brings. So that's enough for me. And now over to Mencho Potinci, our head of technical analysis. Amento, any major takeaways from what will soon be January? Yes, uh,
1: let's start uh, with the U.S. equity market. Basically, we are seeing here a broad-based improvement, uh, first of all, in the sectors. So we are seeing here that the defensive sectors are peaking in relative performance. So these are staples, uh, healthcare, utilities, and telecom stocks. They are peaking in relative performance, which indicates that investors are feeling more comfortable taking on more risks. So they are leaving these sectors behind. Uh, The improvement is as well visible in the Nasdaq 100. The Nasdaq 100 not only managed to move above its 200-day moving average, but as well it managed to move above key resistance at 12,000. This opens now the way for a possible advance towards 13,800 in the Nasdaq 100. On a relative basis, the downtrend from 2022 is broken as well. What does this mean for investors? It means for investors that the risk appetite is improving. It means that the Nasdaq 100 has further upside potential in nominal and relative terms, and investors might be advised to look for some buying opportunities with beaten down growth stocks. That's all from our side for this week. Back to you.
0: Thank you very much, Mentor. Positive note against what we see in the markets this morning, so nice to hear that. This concludes today's show. We hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in for our show tomorrow again. Goodbye. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent
1: financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbair.com
0: forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information.
1: Für unsere deutschsprachigen Zuhörer. We would also like to make you aware of Marktanalysen und Gespräche, a monthly podcast in German, where Julius Baer experts discuss some of the latest market developments. We share our key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape in German. Search for Marktanalysen und Gespräche on your favorite Podcast Player.